that was my fact. Did you just remember? What? Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you think of a banana. <laughs> oh, that got me so mad. Clear potato chip. Chairless chair. I can't. I can't. Oh my god. The celery juice fucking trend. Oh, amazing! <laughs> Maybe you're a lamp. Oh, fuck off. There's so much that we don't know about life. That's a thing. This is a thing. <laughs> Where is this conversation going? No, no. <laughs> fuck this shit! Oh, well, ain't that a god bush? I can't. Fuck. I'm gonna spill out my wine. Hi, welcome to All Wine Aside, the podcast where we're two people who talk about how things became things over a bottle of wine. My name's Iza, the sort of host, and across the table, laughing because I think I scared the shit out of her, is Kim. Kim was laughing because I almost went one, two, three, clap. Oh! <laughs> like we usually do when I'm not across the table and I'm across the screen. So when you were like, are you ready? I'm like, yep. And I got my hands ready and then I was like, right. <laughs> We don't have to do that. That would have been great if you actually did it. It would have scared the shit out of me. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I would have noticed by three that you weren't counting along <laughs> with me. True. Good point. I hope. Good point. I hope so, too. Kim, what's this show brought to you by? This show is brought to you by... We never wash our belts, but they're often the first thing we touch after going to the bathroom. Yo. That's I awful. I know. When I read that, I was like... Oh. We never wash our belts. I think belts started COVID. <laughs> that's a show title right there <laughs> that's how it oh spread oh my god okay can i tell you a story about belts okay go i cannot keep a belt in this house for less than an hour i don't know what happens to them you know how people <laughs> loses their socks in the dryer it usually takes more than an hour though i lose belts within an hour i mean i it feels like an hour <laughs> i buy belts first of all i'm not a girly girl right I just want a regular black belt, I hear like you. leather, yeah. you know, goes with everything. I hear you. I really do. Without diamonds or rhinestones or sparkles yeah. on them. I yeah. hear you. And yeah. like, it'd be nice if it's silver, like even, you know, like just matte silver. Uh, I'll maybe do matte gold, but whatever, like very basic, like goes with everything. Just give me one. Does the job. Gotcha. So I can one. I can never find that. When I do find it, I buy it right away. I bring it home. And I never find it again. <laughs> and the belt gods. Disappear. Dis They're like, you're not worthy of belt. And they take it away. <sighs> and I always end up either just pulling out my pants because I never have a belt. Or I end up using those like little foo-foo ones that like garage used to have you know that they're like they're weaved. like yes i know and they fall apart after wearing them three times it's like and they look I terrible yeah. i know what you mean and they're super thin so your pants are like at the top of it it's like ugly yes oh, it, it looks God. like it's a string holding your pants on yeah i cannot I hold out but going back to your fact uh, nope to your quote i don't think i've ever washed a belt and i mean through this past year and a half we sanif we sanitize everything our shopping bags yeah the food when we take out of the shopping bags yeah. have you ever heard of anyone sanitizing their belt no belts is what spread covid <laughs> i mean i'll believe you yeah i'll believe you yeah. i guess it goes the same thing as zippers did you ever sanitize a zipper all winter on our jackets yeah we literally oh my god did i just <laughs> sorry <laughs> because we touch our zippers without even thinking about it before and after the sanitizer mm -hmm. so we'll like sanitize our hands and then zip up our jacket and we're full of covid again mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <sighs> wow zippers a, and belts what a mess 
what a mess. What a mess. But uh, thank you for enlightening me on that. Enlightening me on that. <laughs> you, you almost got it. <laughs> I can't. I can't today. All right. Well, you suck. A little bit. <laughs> do you have a fact? I do. But before we move on to our facts, I have a comment corner. Oh, yes. Tell me. And I have been trying to That's true. do you... this comment corner for like four episodes. And before we started recording, you were like, I've been trying to do a comment yeah. corner for like four episodes. We have to remember. And I, I said let's remember and i almost forgot again go I, I remembered i wrote it down is it about jesus i was trying to find a way to make it about jesus but no <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have the word saint in front of me so kinda oh, okay okay in episode 113 you Ooh. and i got into a bit of a debate a heated debate Ooh. about where the ambulances go to sleep at night <laughs> You know that I heard that episode recently? Did you? Yes. And I caught myself, I listened to it, and I heard myself say, you said, sorry, but where do they go to sleep at night? Yeah. I said in the, in the, the, in the face, fire station, yeah. but what I should have said is there's only one in the fire station. You, you did say that. And oh, I was no, like, I didn't. I actually, you said multiple and I said yes. Oh, because at some point along there, I thought the message got across that you're like, yeah, there's usually one in there. Okay, yeah, good, good. But my thing was, is <laughs> yeah. that, and, and no, yes, that was part of the conversation because I even said LaSalle has more than one ambulance. Where do the ambulances go? Yeah. I found them. Oh, I know. Where? St. Patrick Street, Urgence Santé. There's like eight of them parked there. That's where they go to sleep at night. What? I know. No but way. I was driving on St. Patrick and I saw the Urgence Santé which I mean, for people outside of Quebec, Urgence Santé is like our like emergency services. I I've guess I've never heard what Urgence Santé is outside of Quebec. I know. <laughs> no, even in Quebec. In Quebec, I, I don't know what the fuck that is. The people that take care of the ambulances. Okay. Urgence. <laughs> okay. Remember episode? Oh my god, what episode was it? Fairly recent. When my grandmother was in the hospital and I had to call nine one one to try to find her, they transferred me to Urgence Santé, and uh -huh. all that clicked when I saw the ambulances at Urgence oh. Santé. Because as soon as I saw the sign, I was like. So they monitor ambulances. where the ambulances go. They ship them out and things like that. That's where the operators are taking the calls and all that too. For like, like when you call nine one one, the operator doesn't like turn to her friend Joe and is like, "Hey Joe, you need to jump in your ambulance and go." Like, no, no, that's not <laughs> how it works. They call urgent santé, Ooh. and then urgent santé says, "Hey Joe, you need to go in your ambulance and go rescue really? that person." Yeah. So even the ones that are shipped out with the fire trucks. Is from Urgence Santé, you're going to tell me? Well, maybe there's the one that hangs out with the fire trucks and they're, he's like the prime fire truck ride along. Okay. But there's more than one ambulance in LaSalle. Interesting. Yeah. I kind of just assumed that they were like one at the fire station and the other ones are at the hospital. But I guess that wouldn't work because there's like a lot of hospitals. Yeah. No, nope, they're at Urgence Santé. Shit. On St. Patrick, you said? On St. Patrick. I have to go drive by there yeah, now. You have to. You <laughs> they have like the big rainbows and everything in the window. Like once I saw it yeah, and really? I was like, of course, of course, that's where it is. <laughs> you have your hand to your forehead. And you're like, <laughs> of course. But I was so excited when I was like, even like Akil was talking, going away home from work. And I was like, no, stop. I have to write this down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And yeah. I just heard that episode and I like corrected myself in my head. I was like, oh, no, I hope she didn't understand that I said all of them are there. No, Not one of them. is No, there. I did understand because I even came say I even said, but there's more than one ambulance in LaSalle. OK, OK. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. OK, well, thank yeah. you for that comment corner. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> Should we mention to people that one? Well, we did. We're in the same room today. We are in the same room across from each other. 
at a very safe distance, I may Very, add. nine feet. What, I was going to say 10 feet. Oh, you see, my, my judgment was, I think we figured this out we, last We time. tried this before last week yeah. or the week before and the recording fucked up. Yeah, I know. We risked COVID. We, for nothing. The audio fucked up. <laughs> we risked COVID for nothing. Yeah. Are you getting vaccinated? I am. I have, have my appointment. Your, when is it? 31st of May. <gasps> I'll get it before <sighs> you. I'll get it before you. Because you know why you. I procrastinated? You know what happened? Mm. They opened up our age group. And that night I went and checked the the this, the calendar that you go sure. online. And they had the 23rd, which I believe is yeah. where you're going. They're the 23rd and on. <gasps> we could have been in the same line. We could have been. Oh, she is. But I stopped because somebody... And I thought we were going to get it earlier than that. Like when... You I, thought it was like instant? Yeah. Like, I was like, go oh, ahead, 35 You can go tomorrow. Olds. Yeah. And I was like, oh, great. I can go tomorrow or something. So when I saw it was like two weeks away, somebody at my work is friends with a pharmacist. And he hmm. even told me like, give her a call. She'll like slip you in anywhere. So I was just going to call her to try it again before the 23rd. But then I found out she only has Moderna. Is that it? Moderna? Oh, yeah, yeah. And Kiel wanted to try to get Pfizer. And this other place apparently usually has Pfizer. So we waited. And by the time I got back online to book, it was the earliest the was the 31st. Well, okay. So I'm, I'm, I follow somebody from Toronto okay. on Instagram. Okay. And I don't know if it does, that's the case here. But apparently if you call a bunch of places at the end of the day, mm. they like give them away to anyone. So I heard that too, because some of them have to be like refrigerated or something and they have to get rid of them yeah. at the end of the day. I don't know if it's like that now though. I know it was here at one point because one of my friends got in early. She kind of like was prepared with like any prescription she was ever prescribed <laughs> and she like went and it was kind of like, and they were like, if they had extras, like they were giving them out. So yeah, apparently it was like that at one point. Now I don't think it has to be because they're, I mean, they're, we're they're, pretty much they're open booking, now. They're booking almost everybody. They're about to open for the 12 and up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, okay, I'm the 23rd. Yay. Soon we'll be able to hug we each other. We can hug again. <laughs> I don't think we've ever hugged. I know. But it's we, okay. we usually don't hug sober, but whatever. <laughs> Maybe we'll start. <laughs> okay, tell me your fact. Okay. Actually, my I fact. Could, I could tell you my fact first. I was going to say, I, I feel like I've been talking for a while. Why don't I mean, you tell we, me your I, fact? I'm pretty sure we were having a conversation. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been doing most of that con conversing. Yeah, conversing. Yeah. Okay. Did you know? No. <laughs> That there's something called... No, that wasn't my fact. Shit. What? Oh my God, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> Remember I told you at the beginning of the episode oh at two? I was going to read you the wrong one. Okay. Did you know... <laughs> I, was, I was joking when I said no. <laughs> Did you know that if you put sugar on a cucumber, it tastes exactly like watermelon? I almost finished that sentence. And no, not because I knew that, but because remember we once said... Yes. That the best part of cucumber tastes like the worst part of watermelon. Yes. And now I'm thinking all it's missing is it's sugar. sugar. <sighs> Guess what I'm doing when I Yeah, there? apparently that's... Oh, do you have a cucumber? Maybe. Wait just a sec. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually... I always buy cucumber for my dogs, but I let me out. I still have cake. Oh my God. <laughs> you don't buy cucumbers for yourself? They're so delicious. Oh, well, I mean, technically I also... I might have at home. I'll try when I, I get home. Kiwi, oh. Which is random. <laughs> it is random. It was going around. I think on TikTok. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but you know, it mirrored it on Instagram because I'm not on TikTok, friends. But yeah, if you put sugar on cucumber, it tastes exactly like watermelon. I have to try this now. Mm -hmm. <sighs> You're going to have to confirm Fucking on our page. Love Watermelon. watermelon yeah my eyes itchy sorry 
That's okay. Keep scratching. <laughs> no, I got to try that. Um, you do that too. I never put my finger in my eye. I always put this in my eye. Well, so I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I put my finger in my eye, but I don't know what's been going on. I don't think I changed my brand of gelatin in my coffee. My nails are growing so fast to the point Akil noticed. Oh, really? Because I would like cut them one day and like three days later, I'm like Wolverine again. And he was like, why are your nails growing so fast? I, like, I think it's the gelatin in my coffee. They so, do change. I don't. I mean, I have, but I feel like I've been changing. Maybe I like fell on the right one. I, I don't, don't know. know. But because of that, I cannot put my finger in my eye because I will rip my eyeball out with these claws. <laughs> so I had to use my knuckle. Well, see, I have a weird like, um, like a, a subtle fear. What's the word I'm looking for? Subtle fear. I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Where, you know how they say, like, if you have cold sores, it can be transferred to your eye. I know what you mean. And not knowing you have a cold sore and then touching your mouth and touching your eye. Yeah, so I'm, like, super scared that, like, I don't know I have a cold sore and then I accidentally touch my lip or something and then goes to my eye because I would die. Okay. If I get cold sores on my eye, that's it. It's over. My life is done. Is it on your eyeball or is it, like, in the, like, eye skin, though? It's, like, in the, I don't know. I think it's wherever. Fun fact. This isn't my fact. What? Fun, fun side <laughs> fact. Akil gets cold sores in his nose. Oh, see? No. Never gets them on his mouth. Only it's, and it, he calls them fever blisters. They're fucking cold sores. That, that's the other yeah. word for it. And it's every time he like has a cold, that guy's from his nose running, he gets them inside his nose. Oh my God. I know. Well, see, tell him not to pick his nose because he might get it in his eye. <laughs> Make sure after you pick your nose, you don't touch your eye. <laughs> yeah. Because that's gross for a lot of reasons. Um, okay. My fact. Your fact. I'm going to try to not make this long, but I had to talk about it because I was fascinated. Okay. Did you know? No. You might have known this because you like animals, but still. Did you know Mm -hmm. that hermit crabs... (gasps) No. Oh my God. Oh God. What's wrong? Did you see this on Instagram? Because I actually screenshotted it. That was supposed to be my fact. Is it the lining up thing? Yes. Okay. It's my fact. I did see it on... I don't don't think... I don't know if it was Instagram or Facebook. Oh my God. That was supposed to be my fucking fact. I (gasps) screenshotted it. Oh no, it's my fact. We're such witch bros. Wait. I have to find it now. (laughs) Okay. While you're looking for it, can I give you my interpretation on it? Did you research this? Did you research it? No, I didn't. I just literally just screenshotted the quote. Hold on. I got to check my phone. I think I screen screen squatted. Let's see if we did it the same (laughs) Screen squatted. (laughs) Screenshotted. Okay, hold on. Oh, fuck my phone. Well, how do, how do I know which day it is? Okay, well, I guess the date. The date. Yeah, you okay. took the photo, no? May 6th. Let me see the date. We I probably did it the exact same date. I think it was going around everywhere. Wait, do we follow the same people? We might have seen it in the same story. Because <laughs> I wrote in my notes for my quick fact, I wrote Hermit oh Crabs, see photo. So I know I screenshotted it because I wrote see photo. Oh, here, I just found out. I, what what <sighs> day did I do it? Tuesday. What day was Tuesday? The fourth. I did it first. Ah, shit. Okay, you <laughs> I own. You I don't own. know why I felt like I won there. You own it. You own it. <laughs> it's You're mine. Good. Okay, You're good. I'm doing it. Go. All right. Did you know? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, damn it. Shit. Hermit crab. Okay, did you did you watch a video on it after though? No, I didn't. It's fucking insane. Really? It's like, visualize it. It's exactly that. They all kind of hook onto each other's shell and then okay, like- Okay, wait, say the fact first. Okay, 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 okay sorry. <laughs> We're getting ahead of ourselves. I got really excited because I screenshotted it because I know you love hermit crabs. And I was like, I oh my do. God, she's going to flip out. Oh, I did. So hermit <laughs> crabs need to change their shells as they grow. So if they come along a shell, they'll check to see if it fits. And if it's too ba- big, they'll wait for a bigger crab to come along so that when the bigger crab takes the bigger shell, they can have the smaller one. But 
finding the perfect candidate takes time. So if another crab comes along and it's too big for him also, he'll wait and all the crabs will line up in size order. I can't. Yes. They they actually feel each other. Like I can't. In the video, you see them. It looks like they're fighting, but they're sizing each other up so they can all line up in size and they form this chain link. So they kind of like hook onto the shell in front of them and they push their bums out of their shell and slip it into the one in front of them. Stop. It's insane. It's insane. It's the coolest thing ever. Oh my God. Yeah, because they, they can't be exposed outside their shell for very long without burn in the sun. So they have to do it really quick. So they kind of like, yeah, they line up in size of, uh, in order, like size. What would you call that? Chronological order? No, that's like number. a duck row or something yeah, like yeah, that. All, all the ducks in a row, all the crabs <laughs> in a row. Yeah. And then once like they all perfectly fit in sequence, they all like, whoop. But like my question becomes, when is the line big enough? So I think if like... There could be three crabs. And if those three crabs can interchange their shells, they'll do it. Oh, so like as soon as everybody's fulfilled, okay, ciao. I believe, yeah. Like I think if there's one missing, they have to wait because somebody can't be stuck without a shell. Although I have seen one because I did watch videos on this because it's fascinating <laughs> where once they were all done like switching shells, like one last guy was like, oh, oh, I don't have a shell. And he ended up with his same shell or the same size shell. And he was like, fuck. So oh, okay. because of that, because I wanted to know how often do crabs have to change their shells, but they can change their shells multiple times a day if they want, if they don't like their shell. Until, oh, until they really? find one they're comfortable in. If they find one they're comfortable in, they'll stay in until they grow out of it. So fucking great. I know. Then they say that these things are stupid. Like but, any animal. It's like, no, they're not. That's exactly. Like, have you ever seen humans try to get into a line? <laughs> Did you ever see the DMV? Like, oh my God. <laughs> and they aren't even trying to go by size. Okay. <laughs> oh, the fact that they go by size and it's just wait. Incredible. Incredible. Watch a YouTube video on it if you get a chance. It's amazing. There's one specifically, the one I watched was things like BBC Kids. It's fucking amazing. Oh, I got so excited when I saw mm. that fact. You said the first word and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> no. I know it. That's so so good. Okay. What are we drinking? I'm enjoying this. Me too. It's, it's really, really good. Yeah. Really good. So last time we attempted to record in person, I brought this and we never drank it. How dare we? I know. Undrank wine. <laughs> it's called Cliff 79 Outback Winehouse. It's a Southeastern Australia. Every time I look at that, I keep thinking it says South African Australia. And I was like, that is wrong. <laughs> it is not saying that. And it's not. It says Southeastern Australia. Okay. A tribute to the Australian land, an invitation to discovery. Mm. It's a Chardonnay. Love Chardonnay. Love Chardonnay. Cliff 97. Nope. <clears throat> Cliff 79. <laughs> a little, little wow, dyslexic little dis- there. A little dyslexic. Jesus. Cliff 79. Inca- oh, no, that's French. Sorry. It was like incarnate. Tuller. Okay. <laughs> Cliff 79 wines are an expression of our wine growers craftsmanship and the unique character of the iconic Australian outback. Mm. Authentic and elegant wines crafted from the, no, not the, from only the best fruit grown in South Australia. Our straw yellow Chardonnay features aroma of white peach and tropical fruits. I feel like I taste the white peach and tropical fruit. I mean, it's good. It is good. As well as a nice, refreshing acidity on the palate. Absolutely charming paired with, a, with chicken and cream sauce or grilled fish. Mm. Savor the essence of Australia. Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. Me too. It's a white. I, I'm pretty sure you got that by Chardonnay. Time. Short finish. No, I'm a medium finish. The aftertaste is phenomenal. It just fades away. It's nice. It's fruity, but not like juice. Yeah, yeah. 
it's really really good i i don't know if i can tell the finishes to be all honest with you i mean it's still there does that make it medium yeah okay but it's not i mean maybe okay. it's long. how many seconds does it have to be on my palate to like three and a half <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> yeah maybe it is long actually because it's still in my mouth it's gone now i mean i still have it i'm gonna say long then okay long Meh. finish I, we, had, we know nothing you need, you need more wine yeah. this is the problem we encountered last time we sit too far apart for me to be able to pour you wine covid uh. covid wine pours there's something black in your glass i was gonna say <laughs> i don't know what that is try not to touch it so you can you take it out you just touched it no i meant with the wine oh it's on the outside that's fine i was scared it was on the inside and it was gonna you know what this wine. is what is it this is a piece of my pleather jacket oh. is it behind you no that's yours that's mine my pleather jacket is falling apart they tend to do that yeah don't talk about our things let's talk about our things ah should i go first i think you should go first okay mine is kind of a duh kind of a really i thing. like those yeah i like really anything that makes me go really mm. deserves a spot on the show i don't remember where i heard this did we rate it no we, we didn't, didn't. i'm i'm gonna give it a 4.25 yeah i'm gonna go with that yeah i like this a lot i'll, I'll buy this again i should take a picture of it because i don't even recognize the bottle from that's as soon as you put it on the table, I was like, is that the wine I put? <laughs> so I'm going to talk about something that you're going to go, yeah, of course that's a thing. That totally happened to me as well. Hmm. But it's kind of scary because that's a thing. Okay. I'm going to, Kim, <laughs> have you ever been on your cell phone or had your cell phone near and then felt it vibrate, but it didn't vibrate? Yes. That's a thing. It's called phantom vibration syndrome. Fuck off. <laughs> I know exactly what that is because you have that after being pregnant. You still feel the baby kicking inside you. No. Mm -hmm. Really? And it actually just happened to me today. Not the baby kicking inside my phone. <laughs> my phone vibrating where my phone was beside my arm and I felt the vibration on my arm and I picked up my phone and there was nothing. Yeah. Apparently it happens a lot um, and to the point where researchers are actually researching this now. Oh my God. I know. So it's called phantom vibration syndrome or phantom ringing syndrome. Uh, it's a perception of one cell phone vibrating or ringing when it's not. Other terms may include ringxiety, <laughs> which was, it was known as ringxiety for a little bit of time. False alarm. Oh my God. I know. That one's a really bad one. <laughs> I can't. False alarm or phone tone. As in phone phantom? Tone? Oh my God. <laughs> Somebody only wrote this to make the puns. Probably. <laughs> so according to Dr. Michael Rothberg, the term is not actually a syndrome, but it's better characterized as a hallucination. Oh, <laughs> for fuck's sakes. That's not... Since any the brain perceives a sensation that actually isn't present. It's not comforting. No, no. WebMD published an article in 2016 on phantom vibration syndrome, and he was the source, Michael Rothberg. He states that, quote, today's mobile phones are causing the hallucinations, but even in the 90s, people reported phantom pager syndrome. Oh my God. Isn't that funny? Did you have a pager? I did. Me too. My, I had the coolest one though. No, I did. It was like that see-through plastic. Oh my God. Oh, you were able to get that for like $2.99 a month. Oh. I had the best one where you could send text messages oh. on, the on the pager. Two-way pager? That's what it was called. You could like write 
messages back and forth no i couldn't write back oh i just was able to get the messages okay because i was like the best girlfriend ever when Lakeel and i were dating and i got him a two-way pager back in the oh day my, oh my god yeah you it was paid more, like a good 50 bucks uh, it was more so you can write me when i wrote him like so we can keep track of him but um <laughs> oh i loved my pager and i was so mad when i like lost it i pulled up my pants didn't have a belt i guess <laughs> pulled out my pants because and they it, don't last very long and no nope, flushed the toilet and <gasps> as i flushed the toilet it went in the toilet and <laughs> disappeared that happened to my phone but because the phone's bigger than a pager it popped back out oh see mine just went <laughs> right through i was so upset like worst 50 bucks i ever spent <sighs> i loved my pager anyways back to the article <laughs> phantom syndrome yeah so a lot of people covered this actually in 2010 it was a big thing uh, there was it. There was articles published in NPR, Bustle, CBS News, and Psych- Psychology Today. So it was like very covered. Psychology Today is legit. It's very legit. My sister loves that magazine. Mm-hmm. So Rob Rob Noakes, president of Sound Dogs, legit, <laughs> a sound effects company in California. That's where my sentence ends. <laughs> and that's the show, guys. Wait. See you later. No, I guess he says the next, the following. Phantom rings are a psychoacoustic phenomenon related to the way the human brain interprets sound. Hmm. The ear gives unequal weights. Yes, you have a question. (laughs) My hand risen. I have to say, whenever it happens, and then I realized my phone didn't go, I was like, did I feel it or did I hear it? Oh. So what you just said... Because it says it's how your brain registers the sound. It's not necessarily the feeling. It's the sound. Yeah. I'm so smart. Oh, my God. You're so (laughs) smart. That's insane. So the ear gives unequal weights to certain frequencies, making it particularly sensitive to the sounds that range between 1,000 and 6,000 hertz, scientists say. Baby crying is in that frequency. Okay. And your cell phone ringing also in that frequency. Good job. I was going to say nature <laughs> for putting cell phones and babies on the Good job, works. Fido or Rogers. <laughs> Good job, nature. Good job, nature. <laughs> for creating cell phones. Right in the perfect. Like, it makes you think, though, if they did it on purpose. Right. You know, like, are they smart enough? They might or be. Was, I think it was just luck. Maybe. I but, don't know. But, I, okay, if it was luck, once they figured it out, they were like, Sweet. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. So, yeah. So, basically, our brain favors the sounds that are between 1,000 and 6,000 hertz. And it just so happens that your cell phone ringing goes into that frequency. Simple ringtones are more likely to produce phantom rings than particular music as a ringtone, apparently. Sorry. So, you say that again? So, simple ringtones. Okay. So, bring, bring. Right. Well, as opposed to like shake your booty whatever the song is that you prefer as a ringtone that's exactly what my ringtone is yeah <laughs> shake your booty yeah. you singing it too that's it. yes yeah. oh my god i have to do <laughs> that as my ringtone <laughs> so quote he says doc, uh, mr nodes i thought he was a doctor no mr nodes quote your brain is conditioned to respond to a phone ring just as much as a baby crying which is scary <sighs> That is scary. It's fucking scary. Now I need to know if they did it purposely. Yeah. I don't think they're smart enough. I think we like to think that the government or these companies are like sending us subliminal messages and everybody's against us. But I think it's just luck. You know what? And then when all these conspiracy theories come out, they're like, yeah, that was the plan. That was totally the plan. (laughs) That was a good idea. We were trying to make (laughs) you kill yourself. Yes. I wish we would have thought of that first. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> okay, so researcher Michelle Douain, which is French, mm-hmm. found that almost nine out of ten undergraduates at her college experience phantom re- vibrations. Nine out of ten. Yeah, like everybody, basically. Wow. Yeah. According to Robert D. Jones, the is he's a columnist for the New Pittsburgh Courier, he says, quote, the growing phenomenon seems to inc- indicate that we may have crossed the line in this always-on mm. society, which it's you true. and me yeah. know very much about. Yeah. So it's like you're always expecting to do the next move. You're always, you know, on, like, either working or doing anything. So it's like you're always expecting the next call. You're waiting for that next, like, ping of anxiety. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. a phone. Usually a phone. <laughs> so Robert D. Jones says, quote, think about wearing a pair of glasses. Uh, no, wait, that's not it at all. <laughs> so what does that have Vernon? to do with it? No, 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 it does. Oh, okay. Wait, wait. But it's because it says, this is what I've copy-pasted. Robert Jones says, think about wearing a pair of glasses, Rosenberg says in a statement. <laughs> okay, so who said it? Hmm. Good old copy he, and pasting. It's good old copy and pasting when you're not really looking. So Rosenberg, whoever Someone this guy said. is, <laughs> said, think about it as wearing a pair of glasses. If you're accustomed to your glasses, they're almost a part of you. You can forget that you're even wearing them sometimes. The phone in your pocket is something like this. So you always just expect your phone to be there, yep. to always be ringing. So it's just, it's just a part of you. Mm. So where did the study actually start? The earliest earliest published use of the term phantom vibration syndrome dates in 2003 in an article entitled Phantom Vibration Syndrome, published by New Pittsburgh Courier by Robert D. Jones, the guy I mentioned before. But earlier than that, the comic strip Dilbert. Oh, I know Dilbert. Yeah, I have him at my desk you have he's him old. he's you have him tied up downstairs mm-hmm, in the basement mm-hmm, little stuff down there uh the cartoonist scott adams he ref- he referenced such a sensation in 1996 as phantom pager syndrome so in 1996 he like said something of the sorts however it is debated whether earlier notings of the pvs if you're cool came from michael j lewis in australia Okay. Wait, PVS? Pager, I guess it's pager vibration syndrome? Oh, vibration. Okay. Sorry. Be- because cell phones didn't exist back then. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I don't know why it got confused. They That's did. okay. It's the wine. It's the wine. Okay. So this is actually a real concern for scientists. They fear that the way we use technology today can really, really affect our mental health. That was Molly okay. complaining. Uh, it can really affect our mental health down the line, which we already know. Let's be honest. Right. Like, we already know that fucking technology is fucking us up and yeah. people keep ignoring it. So the cause of phantom vibration is actually unknown. We don't know what it is. I mean, it's part of the fucking up, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Early research suggests that when anticipating a phone call, the cerebral cortex may interpret other sensation inputs such as muscle contractions or pressure from clothing or music as vibrations or ringtones. When So when you're expecting a call, you might like pick up other things. You're like, there it is. Yeah. You're like oh. just anticipating so much that you just like whatever fucking moves in your body you're like someone's calling somebody loves me oh that's not the feeling i get when my phone rings I'm like someone needs me <laughs> fuck they want to suck my energy that's what i think when someone calls me i'm so glad you said energy 
<laughs> Attachment anxiety can also be seen as a predictor for the frequency of phantom vibration experiences since it's associated to the psychological attributes related to the insecurities and interpersonal relationships. That was a mouthful. And I said it very well. You, you, you did, I have to say. Good job. <laughs> so this is where I was like, yeah, that's probably what it is. People are so attached and they want to be a, like, they want to belong to something so bad that they just imagine the phone call all the time. Is it for me? Oh my God. Someone's Someone calling loves me. So I'm almost done. In most studies, most of the users experience phantom vibrations are ringing between 29.6 to 89%. Oh my God. Did you ever experience it? Did I ask you this? Yes, I, I experienced it today. Yeah, I experience it all the time. Yeah. Especially when the radio is on. I hear it like in the radio. Hmm. I think that it's like, is it, is it the music or is my phone actually ringing? It's very weird. I kind of always assume I'm hearing someone else's phone vibrate, but sometimes it happens when no one else is in the office. <laughs> oh my God, it's for me. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> so on blogs, some cell phone users wonder if the ominous agenda is at work when the phantom ringing is triggered by a television or radio broadcast, hmm. which is what happens to me. A writer posting something something said that at first, songs playing on the radio triggered a phantom ring. Quote, this is the high-pitched sounds, although a lot fainter, is still present during um, announcements now. So what she says is that she thinks that it's a subliminal message from people in commercials making you want to pick up your phone. But then that would be distracting you from the commercial. Yes, and a lot of the people, I read like a few articles about the subliminal messaging avenue and everybody was like, people think that we're this smart or we're really not. <laughs> You're overrating us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes they say that the triggered, it's triggered by high-pitched noises in the commercials. It just makes you think that it's your mm, cell phone. That makes sense. Ringing. I guess it's on the same frequency. Mm -hmm, I guess. Hurts. So yeah, so that's a thing. That's, uh, I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's not really surprising, but nonetheless, it's kind of scary. It is, that, yeah. That scientists have to go and actually research this shit, and it's happening to all of us. We're so attached to our cell phones that we're actually having anxieties of it ringing. We hear it ringing when it's Hallucinations. not. Hallucinations. Oh, my God. And it's Just proves we're all fucking crazy. We are. Completely. <laughs> Here we go. Speaking of crazy. Yay. <clears throat> so what I'm talking about today... Mm -hmm. We brought it up on the show before. Yeah. I almost started talking about it. And you're like, no, 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 no. Save it for one of your things. And this was a long time ago. And I never brought it up. I said it recently in an episode. I think I heard it. Wait, can I try to guess? Yes. Because I think, I think it has been brought up more than once. I hear myself saying, no, 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 no. Oh, I hope you get it. Okay. I'm going to give you a second to guess. Okay. No, 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 no. Save it. I heard it in an episode recently. Mm -hmm. Might have been that 113 episode <laughs> with the ambulance. Maybe. Okay, tell me. I'm not gonna remember. Talking about coffee enemas today. Oh, that's not what I was thinking. Oh, good. Coffee enemas. Yeah. Do you know what a coffee en enema is? Okay. I'm gonna talk for the listeners. Explain to me what an enema is. Just an enema? Just an enema. An enema is when you squirt water up your bum to help clean out your. Okay, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> I don't know if your colon or the inside of your bum. I don't know how much how it cleans. How far it. does it go, though? I mean. Is it just a long tube? You know, like how your intestines goes left, right, left, right, left, yeah. right forever. Mm -hmm. And then it goes straight mm -hmm. butthole. Right. Is it just a straight butthole? 
that you clean or is it literally does it go left right left right as well i guess it depends how strong you squeeze the water in when there. it hurt i mean okay so not gonna lie when i was a kid i used to have to have enemas done all the time because i had really bad enemas bowels bowels okay. i was very constipated i don't remember and then you once, don't remember it hurting. No, I don't remember so you anything. Blocked it out. Yeah, or it doesn't hurt. Or it doesn't hurt. <laughs> and then once as an adult, I may have tried to flush out with a type of enema I bought from a sex store, but <laughs> <laughs> I chickened out and couldn't go through with. It. I just, I just can't do the butt oh, stuff. Oh, you chickened out. Yeah, I just can't. okay. Okay, so all that to say, I don't know. Okay, but from what I've seen. I, I hear a lot of people that do it. So it's like it can't hurt that much if you keep doing it. I mean, I think if you do it right. Look, people say putting things up your bum feels fantastic. So I'm sure some people, no, I know you're shaking your head. I am not on that train either. I have tried. I've given it a chance. Also like Not spraying, for me. Also spraying water up your ass doesn't qualify. It's not going to be like, let's do something sexy. Let's just put a bunch of hot pressure water well, I mean, some up people, your asshole. Some people would masturbate with a shower head. On your front. Yeah. Not in the freaking butthole so that you get your poop out. I don't judge. I don't know what tickles people's (laughs) buttholes. (laughs) Show title. (laughs) Okay. But anyways. Cool. This is done with coffee. That's a fucking waste of coffee. (laughs) Thank you. I I would like to agree. I don't don't even know where to start with this. Is it espresso? Is it like a vanilla? (laughs) So they actually have enema coffee. And I could not find an answer to my question of, but can you drink this coffee? <laughs> I was like, I have no I'm going to give you an answer. No. <laughs> it's just coffee. It's just coffee that went up your asshole no. mixed with poopies. I mean, you can buy like, 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 you know, when you go to the store and you okay, have like, like pre- Colombian coffee and espresso and light roast and enema coffee. Like it, it's a type of brew. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I would try it. Pre-enema? I don't know. <laughs> Pre-enema? <laughs> pre-butthole i don't like i couldn't find an answer to if you could drink it okay so this is a coffee that you buy specifically for enemas. for enemas tell me more okay so i'm gonna give you okay first of all when i tried looking this up i went to my first source with that that i always do which is wiki wiki is very upset at coffee enemas because <laughs> i'm gonna read you what's on there and that's all that's on there okay <laughs> It's very upsetting. <laughs> because there's like two sentences and they were like, that's it. Don't do it. <laughs> like they were just, they had a bad experience. Okay. A coffee enema is the injection of coffee into the rectum and colon via the anus as an enema. There is no medical scientific evidence to support any positive health claims for this practice and medical authorities advise that the procedure may be dangerous. Coffee enemas carry a risk of adverse effects, some of them serious, including infection, seizures, heart and lung problems and death. That's pretty much all there is. <laughs> Wait, they, they don't have a even mention. Of, like, does it have to be hot coffee? They don't mention. I don't think they want to give instructions. Right. So first of all, I, I think, I don't think it's supposed to be hot coffee because one of, I'm saying I don't think so. Maybe it is supposed to be because one of the risks is rec- rectal burns. So Because people are stupid and they would think coffee is supposed to be hot. I know. I, th- I think that's what it is. I don't think it's supposed to be hot. So how it started seems to be a little bit debatable. It seems to have been some sort of like experimental alternative treatment for cancer. <laughs> Stop it. I know. I know. Who I can't goes find- from, oh my God, I have breast cancer. To, you know what would be good in your <laughs> you know, butthole? Coffee. Have you noticed, though, that anything anyone's ever attempted to put up their butt are things they really like? 
Like it's like <laughs> alcohol and coffee. Like no one's like put this smoothie up your butt. Like no, no, it's like <gasps> that has to be a thing. It's for sure. Let let's save it. It's probably okay. a thing. But it's like I feel like it was more just somebody like really enjoying their coffee in the morning, and they were like, you know how I can enjoy this even more. But see. You still didn't talk about it, so I'm not going to judge. And not judge, but like uh, insinuate what you mean. Go, but, there's actually not tons of info on this. So I'll just correct you if you're wrong. Okay, cool. Sounds good to me. So when I'm thinking about coffee enemas, if it has to be somewhat, mm, quote unquote, beneficial, yeah, I would I would put the coffee grains up there. <laughs> I don't know how I feel with that texture. Right? But when you think about like coffee masks... Or coffee scrubs right. is because of the the roughness. Yeah, well, right? pro- yeah, but think about like how sensitive the skin is in your intestine. Like, it would probably like rip your intestines. Well, I would think that maybe that's what they're trying to go for. I don't know because if ripped I ripped intestines. Well, no, but like scrubby, scrubby. So yeah, it is actually it's to detoxify your intestines. Yeah, but that's why you want to go scrubby, 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 as opposed to just having a pot of coffee. And then put it up your butt. Then it's like it's watered down. Like your pussy or what? Like what are you doing? <laughs> like, Wrong hole. That's just um, like, <laughs> I didn't even do that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, how about we just not put any coffee up our butt? How about we put nothing in our butt? <laughs> okay, that's a good how idea. How about we allow pe- things to go out of our butts and, and just all. leave it at that? I mean, unless that's your thing. That's okay, too. I mean, is it? <laughs> I mean, for some people it is. And that's okay. We can't judge. <sighs> no, you're right. Sometimes that's the only hole you have. <laughs> I mean, you have another one, but it's really small and you can't do much with it. Okay, so coffee enemas may have originated from German physicians searching for a cancer treatment. Not even surprised. In the early <laughs> 1900s. Oh, you see, and this is German physicians. And I read somewhere else that had to do with the uh, World War. And I mean, Germany had a big part in that, right? Um, it was just a way to kill Jews. It was actually to help the soldiers. But okay, <laughs> they, were, they were killing Jews with I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just what saying. happened during the Holocaust? It was horrible. They were shoving coffee up everyone's bums. They were just making us healthy. I don't get it. It's always the Germans. No, they were using because apparently it helped the soldiers with pain. What? I think they're just looking for excuses to shove things up people's bums. I was going to say, yes, that's probably exactly what it is. It's not gay if it's supposed to be healthy. Right. If it- <laughs> fixes you it's not gay it was the gerson gerson therapy that gerson. <laughs> i have no idea it sounds right therapy that helped put the procedure on the map max gerson 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 was a german american so it was gerson. Ah, american doctor who believed you could detox the body and give it the nutrients it needs to heal itself during an organic plant during during gas maker no, using <laughs> Using an organic plant-based diet, raw juices, and coffee enemas. His rigorous program uh, became known as the Gerson Therapy. Wow. I don't think I'm saying that right. Sounds legit. Coffee enemas are thought to stimulate bile flow and the production of glutathione. I said that completely right. Mm -hmm. A detoxifying antioxidant. But it doesn't make... Okay, go ahead. No, ask. What? It doesn't make sense because... It doesn't. I'm going to get into the benefits. If an enema is in and out, you put the water up, it comes out. But I think it, I think it goes a little bit into your intestine. But enough, like coffee is watered down, unless like Germany. Was it like an espresso? 
Like, you need a lot of espressos. You're really concerned about the strength of this coffee. Yes, <laughs> because I don't see how you can in- get nutrients from this coffee if it's watered down coffee. But it's watered down as much as when you drink it with your mouth. And it, trust me, I, I get but a kick out of it. it stays in my body as opposed to an enema just goes Oh, I see what you mean. I think some, out. No, I think some stays in you, though, because that was the whole thing with butt chugging. But enough to be beneficial? Yes, because... So that's the whole thing with butt chugging is that your body absorbs it so quickly. But isn't it butt chugging like with a tampon, you mean? No, butt chugging, you just put the bottle. The tampon we said wasn't a good idea because it sits there for too long, remember? Oh, yeah. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, I don't. (laughs) But I just feel like it's not enough time to do the enema and just be like, and then out for it to get really the benefits of the coffee. Apparently, that's it is. my problem with it. It is. Okay. Because your intestines Apparently absorb. It is. Yes. According Just, to professionals. For, <laughs> for the sake of the fucking show, let's pretend it is, okay? okay. Tell me. Tell me everything. I'm going to just sit back here and just drink my wine. <laughs> and fight myself about the strength of the coffee inside the bottle. I can't. Espresso. This is better. <laughs> it's not strong enough. I can't. For many people, the immediate benefit of a coffee enema is having multiple bowel movements that help purge the colon. You could do that without the coffee. If you're experiencing constipation, a coffee enema may bring relief. I'm sorry, drinking coffee brings me relief when I'm every morning. I was just about to say that. You know what else does that? Drinking just drinking coffee. coffee. I don't need to shove it up my bum. I put coconut oil in my coffee and it greases up my pipes just fine. I agree. Coffee enema supporters claim the procedure provides these additional benefits. Boosts immunity, increases energy, stops yeast overgrowth. I don't know why there's yeast in there to begin with. Treats autoimmune diseases. Really? Apparently. Could it fix my grapes? Could it fix my eyebrow? <laughs> Removes parasites from the digestive tract. Yuck. Taperum. Taperum? Oh. D- did we talk about that? Yes, we did. I didn't finish listening to the episode. <laughs> Re- removes- Clearly, you didn't go very far because it's like really at the beginning. No, because it only posted like as I was on my way home. Oh, okay. So I got like 10 minutes in. The episode's like 40 minutes long. Like, I'm kind short. of loving it though because yeah. I can listen to it in a drive. Yeah. Uh, oh, where yeah. were we? <clears throat> treats autoimmune disease, Benefits. removes parasites from the di- digestive tract, removes heavy metals from the body, treats depression, treats cancer. I'm I, I, I'm on the fence about the last one. Okay. <gasps> all these people doing chemo and all they have to do is put coffee up their bum. I'm going to tell you where I think the cancer thing comes out. First of all, wine. Wine. Because coffee's so acidic. <laughs> it's true. Ah! Or, oh, I sorry. lost my thing. I think it was okay. me. My headphones. So, because coffee is so acidic mm-hmm. and you put it up your body, it makes your body alkaline, which fights cancer. I bet that's where it comes from. <laughs> I, I, I bet that's what it is mm-hmm. also. Yeah. Let's see what this physician has to say. <laughs> Tell me what the doctors have to say. <laughs> okay, but she's an alternative medicine physician, so her theory is probably as good as yours. Yeah. According to an article by alternative medicine that's physician, <laughs> Linda L. Isaacs, MD. Really? People are... <laughs> I'm sorry, that's horrible. She probably did a... We're she, a bottle in, guys. <laughs> I know. She did a lot more schooling than I did. I really should not... Judge? Diss her at all. So <laughs> according to this completely legit doctor, people are continually... Can, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I'm so happy I went first. <laughs> I've been drinking wine in a really long time. I know it really gets to your head. People are continually exposed to toxic chemicals and pollutants in food, air, and water. As a result, she believes 
I like how they worded that. She, she believes that anyone may benefit from coffee enemas as a way to help stimulate the liver to rid the body of these waste materials and pollutants. Apparently, it detoxifies the liver. You were very close. I mean, I just don't understand why it has to be coffee enemas. I have a surprise there, for you. Okay, okay, tell me. I was going to say, is there an instruction manual, like how to make the coffee? So I have a whole blog whole whole blog that's how i found (laughs) out about the coffee the enema coffee oh my god first i have something that this may surprise you there's some evidence to suggest that coffee enemas may be harmful no (laughs) so i really tried to (laughs) stop it really it's not good for your health may may maybe not shit I was ready. According of my pants are ready. (laughs) (laughs) I get the hose in my ass and everything. According to, of all places, the National Cancer Institute, Mm. three deaths have been reported. (gasps) Oh, that's terrible, actually. But three deaths reported in literature. Oh, that's not that many. In a whole ever, I don't see a lot of people going like, you know what, we're gonna research (laughs) coffee (laughs) enemas. But I need to know people. exactly how many people. And also, how do you know they died from this? Yeah, it could be the pressure of the water. Like, they went nuts. Well, the, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? It's like one the, of the reasons, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they just didn't do it correctly <laughs> as opposed to being coffee-related. I see what you mean. It's more the yeah. enema part than the coffee yeah, part. Okay. It's more the, <laughs> you're an idiot something part. In your <laughs> <laughs> it's more you're an idiot rather than the fact that there's coffee in it. <laughs> it's more about putting something in your bum rather than what you're putting in yeah, your bum. Okay, yeah. got you. Um, three deaths reported in literature appeared appear to be related to coffee enemas. They're being very like inessential, proven guilty with this. Yeah, <laughs> one may have occurred due to bacterial infection. No shit. <laughs> Although this couldn't be confirmed. Again, why are they playing devil's advocate on this? Yeah, two other deaths occurred due to electrolyte imbalance, probably because they shit themselves to the point of being dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> according to isn't the, that the point though to shit yourself th- you would think so but then it's like if you don't have enough gatorade to balance it out after i guess i don't know how that gatorade. works <laughs> according to a l- letter to the editor published in the american journal of Gast- gastroenterology stop the presses there's a letter to the editor <laughs> a letter to the editor <laughs> <laughs> so official do people still say that stop the press I, they should be a thing i love saying that <laughs> extra extra read all about it a coffee enema caused proctocolitis proctocolitis okay Pro- proctoc- sounds legit inflammation of the colon and rectum in a korean woman one woman like i don't know i feel like these risks aren't that bad mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm still not doing it wait <laughs> i was gonna say are you getting convinced no Is this witch talk all over again no but i feel like they should like scare people a little more with the death yeah. rates like m- make it seem like be a little more dramatic about it yeah Coffee? I don't. There's not enough coffee and coffee. <laughs> not enough coffee and coffee. I no, don't. it's just water. It's an espresso with all water. Did you ever see the graphic? <laughs> the the graphic, the like graphic. they taught it in school. Yeah, the graphic. It's like a poster, and it shows you what every type of coffee, like the equal amounts of like uh, coffee versus water. No, I've never okay. seen that. So when I think of coffee, it's American coffee, which is an espresso. Everything's an espresso espresso with like a shit ton of water with a shit ton of water so i'm thinking about a coffee enema it's like an espresso with a shit ton of water i don't see how the coffee's making anything don't worry the italians are taking espressos okay okay good thank you (laughs) jesus (laughs) i'm very torn apart by this what if it's a pot full of espresso are you okay with that like not long Uh, espresso like short espresso (laughs) you're shoving up your bum 
I have issues with your issues on this. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'll stop interrupting you. Go. Um, no, please do. Uh, the letter's authors. The letter's authors. Oh, the letter, letter to the, to the editor, editor. Right. Yeah. Concluded that coffee enemas are risky and should be reconsidered as an alternative treatment. Yeah. Colon cleansing may also cause rectal burns, severe pain, persistent nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, cramping, bloating, dehydration, bowel perforation, rectal bleeding, and Ooh. infection caused by improperly sterilized equipment. <laughs> Sounds like a tough afternoon. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a rough morning. <laughs> We don't talk about the afternoon. <laughs> the research is saying there is no scientific evidence that proves... Oh, fuck. You see what I mean? I put on Do Not Disturb. And it's like, Kimberly, do you know Stacy Spencer? <laughs> There's no scientific evidence that proves or disproves that coffee enemas are helpful to treat any medical condition. Evidence for or against the use of coffee enemas is mostly antidote. Antidotes? <gasps> and Poisons? No. Oh. Uh, the other one I can't <laughs> say. Anecdotal. There oh, we, oh ooh, I said that, that was well. Nice. That was nice. Anecdotal. Word of the day. In mainstream medicine, colon cleanses colon cleansing is considered unnecessary. Colon cleanses. Cleanses. That's the brand. Colon cleanses right now Go. available on the shelf. <laughs> Going in for my colon cleansing. <laughs> colon cleansing is considered unnecessary because your body's digestive system is capable of getting rid of waste toxins and bacteria on its own. Isn't it funny how our bodies are designed to do this on its own? Mm. It's almost like we shouldn't be doing these things. It just takes care of itself. I put together a small how's a coffee enema done. But at the end of that, like I said, I found an actual blog. Okay. On how to do a coffee enema. You have to tell me because I don't understand. I'm going to be honest. I haven't read the blog. Let me read you what I wrote here. Okay. What I wrote, what I copied and pasted from the page after I looked at Wiki. Sure. A coffee enema may be performed at home or for a hefty price tag. You see? Expensive. Espresso. 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 In some holistic health clinics, there aren't any official guidelines on how to perform a coffee enema. That's reassuring. Wow. If you choose to get a coffee enema, you may feel cramping, pressure. They just make it sound so Mm. alluring. Cramping, pressure, and fullness. Fullness? Yeah, because you put a bunch of fucking water in your body. You may also feel shaky or experience heart palpitations as a side effect of the caffeine. Wow. Okay. drink plenty of water afterwards to help prevent dehydration. Okay, let me go to this blog so this is from the blog called a healthy family and home Mm. a few other adjectives for you (laughs) coffee enemas i'm joking i don't know you i don't judge it's fine learn how to do a coffee enema with step-by-step instructions and why organic enema coffee and purified filtered water is the best for you the best to use for liver detoxification and to remove toxins from the body that's hippie oh you should see this long tube she has too Whoa. whoa really purpose of coffee enemas is to stimulate the liver to increase its detoxification of the blood and decrease the toxic load on the liver. So technically, it's insinuating that it's going all the way up to the liver, which I, I don't so. even know where it is. Where's I, the liver in compared to? I mean, probably at the end of your intestine. I, I, I mean, see, I was going to say stomach. before. I mean, is it touching the intestine? I don't think it's touching it. Wow, this is a really dumb moment we're going to have right now. <laughs> this is a really bad moment. Where is the liver? I think it's next to the stomach. I think it's next to the stomach as well in the human body. I know it's not in my leg. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Yeah, it's right next to the stomach. There you go. See, we know what we're talking about. <laughs> we can picture the fucking human body. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> this includes removing a variety of toxins and free radicals from the bloodstream. They assist the liver 
so as not to overburden an already sluggish and toxic liver with the foods of toxins dislodged from the clean. I don't, I feel like you're just throwing a whole bunch of words into a paragraph <laughs> at this point. I don't know if I want to read this whole blog though. No, not the whole blog. I want to know the step-by-steps okay. to fucking doing this. Let's get to the step-by-step instructions. We know what it is. We just went over that. What are the benefits? We went over that as well. Here are three important parts of a coffee enema. Stay calm. <laughs> oh, no. It's like coffee, equipment, water. Fuck off. <laughs> what brand of enema coffee should I yes, use? Yes, yes. <laughs> there are many brands <laughs> of enema coffee and even organic enema coffee on the market. How do you know which one to choose? When you do a coffee enema... You will not be using the same coffee you buy in the grocery store to uh, drink in the morning. That's a like, I, that's your question. You can't drink it. No. They're saying you can't use the same coffee you buy in the grocery store to do the enema. But I want to know, can, can you, you drink, drink the coffee no. you use to okay. do the enema? You got know it. what I mean? Got it. Got it. I highly recommend purchasing organic enema coffee for the same reasons I recommend purchasing organic produce and ingredients whenever possible. You sound like a lot of fun at parties. <laughs> yeah. To avoid pesticides, herbicides, mold, and fungus. Used a couple of different brands over the years, but Pure Life Organic Enema Coffee is my enema coffee of choice. How wow. often do you do these things? Oh, every day. We're step getting there. by step. Step by step. Ooh, baby. Gonna, gonna get to you, girl. Okay. How to do a coffee enema step-by-step instructions. Yes. Please let there not be any photos. I kind of want to see the photos. <laughs> There's no photos. <laughs> Preparing the enema coffee. Firstly, you'll need to prepare the enema coffee, which takes about 20 minutes. I think plus you should minutes. do a voice. What kind of voice does enema coffee? Firstly. Oh, are, is that the enema voice? I think so. She has to be like a purist and like a hippie, okay. right? Firstly, <laughs> you'll need to prepare the enema coffee, which takes about 20 minutes plus. About another 30 for it to cool off. Ah, that answers your hot or cold question. Shit. I usually start making it first thing in the morning. Using a timer for the boil and simmer steps and then let it cool off well before I intend to use it around mid-morning. Oh my god. I don't know why her voice is so deep. She's so deep. It's all that enema. It's, it's all that you have to be bum very, chugging. You have to be very be calm. Be calm. You'll need to have organic enema coffee, filtered, purified water, and ultra-fine stainless steel sieve. <laughs> oh my god. And a four-quart stainless steel saucepan. It is not recommended to use an aluminum saucepan or tap water. <laughs> I feel like your name is Judith. <laughs> Sounds about right. I also don't shave anything ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> the ultra fine sieve is important because you don't want to have the coffee grains in the enema. You see, you do not want to have the coffee grains in the enema coffee. A fucking pussy. Which will happen if you don't use the correct sieve. I like extra grains in my coffee she does <laughs> oh you're just being judith <laughs> doesn't judith sound like she wants extra grains in her coffee yeah always next add the filtered purified water and the organic enema coffee to your saucepan saucepan I don't know. stir and then i hope you don't use a saucepan for anything else <laughs> stir and then bring it to a boil please note that because i've been doing these for years years i use the ultra light roast coffee as shown below however if it's your first time or you are new to detoxing it is recommended to use the medium roast coffee i can't which is darker in color i can't use the one that's less caffeinated did you know that the more you roast the coffee less caffeinated it is that's why she's, I, yeah. she's using a light roast because yeah. she's experienced it. i, I actually that. didn't know that i used to work at second coffee so i'm gonna 
I didn't know that. Oh, we didn't do any coffee in the mustache. <laughs> in the back. Oh Day two. <laughs> coffee in Day one, cash. Day two, coffee in a <laughs> You really have to like your coffee. Day three, barista. <laughs> coffee in come before barista. <laughs> coffee art. Day three. <laughs> okay. How do you put it up your butthole? Judith. First, you gotta bring it to a rolling boil. Ah. <laughs> okay, let, let, let me move along in these because this yes. is very detailed. <laughs> Hold on, I just, I'm gonna skip through this, but I have that little side note we have to talk about. Okay. Trust me, this is very important. Oh. Do not attempt to take the enema, <laughs> the Wait. enema coffee directly from the stove to perform a coffee enema. Oh, that answers my question. Well, the coffee is still hot. That answers my question. Good job, Judith. Judith is so responsible. Speaking, Judith is speaking from experience. <laughs> if you're short on time, you can always place the saucepan in the refrigerator to let it cool off quicker. You are uh, That's going down easy, yeah? Yeah, it's very good. And also, I don't have to talk that much anymore. So I can like... Ah, you take the last. You take the last. I still have some in my cup. Well, put it. I don't care. <laughs> I just want to know... You <laughs> what? You just like... I was trying to scroll <laughs> my phone. <laughs> No, you didn't. And you told me I was drunk? You just scrolled your phone on the table? I was rub- I was with my index finger, started rubbing Isa's table and attempts to scroll my phone. <laughs> I am not on a laptop. No, you're not on a laptop. <laughs> I just want to know what you do once it's up your butt. Okay. Oh, you don't want to... Okay, because she goes into this whole thing about setting up your space for your enema. We're not going to get into all that. I don't care about candlelight. Let's fucking get it up the butt. You'll need to pick a place where the enema bag can be hung overhead. What? Like near a door. Okay, wait, we're getting some good stuff here. Wait, over a door? Why? So you can make a quick exit? (laughs) Because the enema bag has to hang so it like... Gets in there. Yeah, it has to create that like... Well, why near a door? Well, something high. It has to like, like hang over something. Okay, okay, okay. Fine, I got you. Try to make it as cozy and relaxing as possible. Oh, I can't. Okay, I'm not. Let's not, pretend like you're is, not about to put something up your asshole. This is so long. Okay, here. Step three. Perform the coffee enema. Finally. Thirdly, now that the coffee, nope, now that the enema coffee is cooled <laughs> off and you have your area set up, your area <laughs> set up, <laughs> set up and ready to go, now it's time to actually perform the coffee enema. You'll need to transfer the enema coffee into the enema bucket of your... Tr- okay, just get to the bum part. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, my God. She goes until she put it into one thing and then wasn't sure if it was clean. So she put it into another. I don't care. I want to know how How do you get that pressure that you need? No, that's why you have to keep it up high because it creates that like uh, uh, that siphon effect. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know. But is it pre- like the pressure hard enough to create that cleansing effect? I mean, I guess so. Here, take your enema bucket into the bathroom and hang it over the area you've set up. No higher than 18 inches for best results. Oh. I hang mine on a doorknob and it works fine. Oh, hold on. That's not Judith's voice. <clears throat> I was thinking about like six feet, but okay. The higher you hang it, the faster it will flow. The flow will be. Oh, so the higher you hang it, the stronger it will be. Okay. So, by the sounds of it, you want to hang yours really high. Okay. And really strong. You like it hard and strong. <laughs> strong. <laughs> if you find it's not flowing through the tube, you may need to hang it a little higher. You'll need to get the tip of the tubing oh God, ready by putting a tiny amount of coconut oil. Of course she fucking lubes it with coconut oil. 
I can't. Is she your best friend? What's happening? Maybe. <laughs> to make the insertion easy. However, using too much will have the opposite problem. and The tube will not end up staying in place. Oh, my God. Get comfortable. Get comfortable. She's doing this by herself. I'm like, I'm impressed. Get comfortable on your towel and insert the tip of the tubing into your <gasps> rectum. It should not be painful. If it is, you may want to add a tiny bit more coconut oil. <laughs> I don't know why that part is what's getting me. <laughs> oh, man. Lay on your right side and release the tubing clamp. You'll feel a strange sensation as the bucket empties, but it should not be painful. Ideally, you would want to empty the entire bucket, but don't worry if you can't retain it. Don't worry if you can't take it. Oh, but... <laughs> just, <com. laughs> just close the, the clamp when you feel full. Oh my god, I can't do this. Now you can set your timer for 15 minutes. There you go, you have to hold it in for 15 minutes. Okay. That's probably the longest. Could you imagine being there like... But that makes more sense. <laughs> and just relax while retaining the enema coffee as long as possible or the full 15 minutes. Your timer's finished. Close the tubing clamp, remove the tubing tip and go to the toilet and eliminate your... <laughs> eliminate the enema coffee. That's it. That's it. Step four, cleaning your equipment. I think we can skip this part. Oh, step five, follow up with fresh organic juice. What? Wait, are we drinking... We're doing. Are we drinking it or are we putting about up her butthole again? I don't think my butt can take anything. <laughs> Lastly, it's recommended to drink fresh organic juice after you're finished to replace the electrolytes that are lost. Mm. Okay, so you're supposed to put it in your butthole, hold it, and then expulse it in the toilet. Can she be any more obvious though? Here's a list of some of the fresh juices I drink. Afterward. Oh yeah, yeah. You have to hold it in for at least fifteen minutes. Okay. Okay. All that. So that's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> Wait, I think Holy I had a closing shit. on that and I got lost. Wait, let me just see if I had a closing. I don't. No, that was it. <sighs> would you do it? That was long. I apologize. That was really long. No, I think it's uh, great. No, hands down. No, I would not. That's insane to me. I do a lot of things that I th think are like, like I put coconut oil in my coffee and gelatin. That's why I look like Wolverine. <laughs> but I draw the line. Sure, that's shoving. why you, you look like Wolverine. I'm secretly doing coffee animals. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Have I thought about doing enemas? Maybe, just to, because sometimes you just feel way too stuck. Yeah, well, like I said, I have tried it as an adult, but it, I, no, yeah, I it's, can't. It's hard. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't see the benefits. I'm sorry. I apologize. Holy shit. To Judith. Yes? Are you okay? Yeah, we're half an hour to curfew. I just need to let oh. my drive know that he should probably head out soon. Oh, shit. It's true. We're about to break the law. So, you want to go to In the News? I do. In the, the News. Amazing. I mean, it's so good when we're together. When you're here to carry me. Yeah. <laughs> Late video renter wanted on charges she discovered 20 years later. I was going to say, the way who, who is still open that is holding her to this? Yeah. So... No offense to Melissa Joan Hart, but an unreturned G... Wait, hold no, on. No, no, wait. Melissa Let Joan me. Hart. Wait, isn't that Sabrina the Teenage Witch? That's right. But an unreturned VHS copy of Sabrina the Teenage oh. Witch from the now-closed movie place in Newman, Oklahoma, got former Oklahoma residents in a heap of trouble. Karen Okla. McBride. Wait, is that a place? Oklahoma? Yeah, apparently that's a place. Okay. Karen McBride was actually face 
was actually facing federal embezzlement charges for not returning the tape 20 years ago, according to Newman News Station Fox 25. Okay, I'm like, let it go. Yeah. McBride found out about the charges when she got married in Texas and tried to make an appointment to change her when she... Oh, it says and, but I think it's when. And she tried to make an appointment to change her name on her driver's license in that state. Quote, so I sent them an email and they sent me an email and they told me that I am <laughs> that I had an issue in Oklahoma and there was a reference number for me to call this number. And I did McBride said on for Fox 25 quote, the first thing there's so many quotes. I hate when fucking articles are like <laughs> not written properly. The first thing bracket the woman answering the phone at the cleveland county district attorney's office told me was i was wanted for felony embezzlement oh my god so i thought i was gonna have a heart attack she told me that it was over a vhs tape and i had to make her repeat it because i thought this is insane yeah unquote fox 25 reports online documents show mcbride was charged with a felony Felony embezzlement of renting property in March 2000. Movie place closed in 2008. <gasps> to add insult to injury, McBride told Fox 25 she didn't even remember ever renting the freaking movie. Oh, fuck. I added the freaking part. Oh. <laughs> Quote. Because <laughs> it's fucking insane. I just thought it was such good journalism. I <laughs> mean, it's perfect journalism. Quote. I had lived with a young man. This was over 20 years ago. <laughs> He had two kids, daughters that were 8, 10, and 11 years old. And I'm thinking he went and got it and did take it back or something. I had never watched that show in my entire life. It's a movie. I Just mean, not my cup of tea, unquote. It was a show. Was it? Yeah. I thought it was a movie. I mean, maybe they made a movie. It was originally a show. I used to but watch it all you, the time. Wait, wait, wait. Could you rent a show, though? The seasons. It was, it was a show that was big enough that you could rent the seasons for sure. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I thought you could only rent movies. <laughs> oh, you said like, close to rent Fresh Prince of Bel, Bel- Air and all stuff. Really? Okay. TVD, yeah. Meanwhile, quote, meanwhile, I'm, wanted, I'm a wanted felon for a VHS tape. I didn't even watch. Unquote. McBride's spotty employment record now makes sense to her after being let go of several jobs with no reason. Listen, Toronto son. That's like not even a thing. So, yeah, that's the article. <laughs> that's insane. Could you imagine? I'm sure. I am sure that I have a movie still from a VHS For store. sure. I'm sure I have from, like, the fucking elementary school library. Do you remember? Yes. Imagine, like, going to, like, get married and you can't fill out, like, the paperwork because you have, like, a felony. No, I can't. But... I remember thinking, oh, my God, imagine if I don't return this. They wanted like $25 for the movie. And it was like such an extreme number back then. It was like, oh, my God, $25. whole dollars. fucking afford that. No. It, anyways, <laughs> this girl, apparently uh, some people didn't clear her documents. And uh, she was wanted for felony embezzlement. That's insane. For Sabrina the Teenage Witch. If I was the girl, the... What was her name again? Melissa, Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah, Melissa Joan Hart. I'd be like, I got you. I got you. I'm gonna- <laughs> Except I don't think she's famous anymore. But I'm sh- I'm pretty sure she still gets royalties. Yeah, she has to. So like, okay, somebody rents out one of your movies or TV shows from Blockbuster. Do you get royalties for that? I think it's any rights. Yeah, because the Blockbuster is actually paying rights to actually be able to rent that movie. So then, yeah. So that means if you rent it out, 
and never bring it back, you, you put our kids through college. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that that's that's the definition. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. If you like this episode and would like to hear more, you could do so by following us on all social media networks at All Wine Aside. You could also send us a secret at allwineaside at gmail.com. Send us, honestly, would you ever put coffee up your butt? Other than wise, stay drunk. Every single person that never returned to fucking VHS movies at the video store. Unless. Mm. You trying to remember what I talked about? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I saw your face. <laughs> it was like, oh, I drank much more wine than I meant to. I Ring anxiety. For the life of me, fucking remember. Ring anxiety. It was a while ago. <laughs> I saw your face and you ran away. I closed my eyes. Ring anxiety. Hearing uh, cell phone rings in your pocket. Unless, oh, oh really? unless. Yeah, there you go. Unless you're a hermit crab. Oh, yes. And you're trying to fit for a new home. Fuck. You should probably stay uh, sober for that because I saw some fierce competition when I watched that uh, BBC Earth video. I need to watch it. <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. Okay, bye, curfew. Mm, bye. <laughs> <laughs>